0: This is a Kindling Kids podcast. We're the Fact Detectives, and we love investigating cool facts about cool stuff. And to help us, we chat to some very smart grown-ups who know all the cool facts about everything. Hey, Dax, I've just been thinking about Aussie animals. What about them? Like how cute they are? Yeah, they are cute, but... Have you ever noticed how scary some of them sound? Yeah, totally. Koalas can sound really mean. Yep, and possums sound
1: terrifying. I think I can add one more to that list, Fact Detectives. Oh, hi, Danielle. Which one? One of my favourite Aussie creatures that I actually get to take care of every day at a sanctuary at Cradle Mountain in Tasmania the Tasmanian Devil. Cool! Would you like to learn some cool facts about Tassie Devils? Yes, please! Okay, what's your first question?
0: Fact one. one.
1: Why are your Tasmanian Devils called Tasmanian Devils? Let's talk about the Tasmania part first. Basically, it's what you probably think, that they're found all over the island of Tasmania. However, around 3,000 years ago, they were on the mainland as well, and some conservation groups are trying to reintroduce them. Now let's chat about the devil part of their name. If you've ever seen a Tasmanian devil, you will notice that they are about the size of a small stocky dog, a bit like a small English stuffy, with thick furry tails and can weigh up to 11 kilograms. They have dark brown to black fur with very distinctive markings, including a large white stripe across their chest and sometimes they also have white spots here and there on their sides. Their heads are pretty big, and they have black noses like a dog, long whiskers like a cat, and the inside of their ears are a really cute pink color. So, who first called them devils? The name actually came from European colonizers who completely misunderstood our little furry friends. When the colonists came to Australia, they would have come across lots of new, strange and wonderful animals. And it's pretty likely they would have seen and heard our friend the Tassie Devil wandering around in the trees at night and may have been afraid. Why? Well, remember those pink ears I mentioned? Yeah. Well, when devils get worked up and stressed, like if they're competing with another devil for food, the blood vessels in their ears fill up with blood and flush bright red. And at a quick glance, they kind of look like devil's horns. Also, Tassie Devils can make scream light noises, which sound a little scary. So imagine these European colonists sitting around a candle at night, hearing scary screams and seeing flashes of sharp teeth, red ears and black eyes in the darkness. I reckon I would be a bit scared by that, wouldn't you? Yes! The colonists thought that the devils were stealing their chickens and were worried they would eat other farm animals too. So they decided to hunt the devils, offering a reward to kill as many as possible. While the thylacine was hunted almost to extinction, luckily the Tassie devil was saved from the same fate when the law was changed in 1941 to officially protect Tassie devils. But unfortunately, something else came along to threaten the poor devils. Oh no! In the 1990s, devil facial tumour disease emerged, killing 90% of wild devils, and scientists are still trying to find a cure.
0: Fact two.
1: What kind of animal is a Tasmanian devil?
0: What type of animal do you think it is? You said it was like a staffy.
1: So a dog? But you also said it had whiskers like a cat. So no, it's not a dog. And even though it does have cat-like whiskers, it's not a type of cat either. Tasmanian devils are actually marsupials. As you know, marsupials are mammals with pouches like kangaroos, koalas, and wombats. However, these marsupials are all herbivores, which means they only eat plants. But some marsupials, like Tasmanian devils, are carnivorous, which means they eat meat. Devils are actually the world's largest carnivorous marsupial and they're most closely related to quolls and to the now extinct Tasmanian tiger. Tasmanian devils are mostly scavengers and that means they like to eat things that are already dead. But they can also catch and eat small birds, snakes and insects and they are happy to eat everything. everything? Everything? Yep, the meat as well as the fur, feathers and bones. Gross! But first they have to find their food. In addition to excellent hearing their noses are wet like a dog's which helps them to find food and to identify different scents around them. They can even smell things up to a kilometre away. Then there's their long cat-like whiskers which help them to navigate their surroundings and forage in the dark. Even though they mostly like to eat things that are already dead, Tasmanian devils love to crunch through bones, and to do that they need very strong jaws. In fact, the Tasmanian devil has the most powerful bite in relation to its size of any other mammalian carnivore. A 10 kilogram devil has a bite as powerful as a 40 kilogram dog if it wanted to it could bite through thick metal wire whoa and if you are out in the bush how can you tell if a Tasmanian devil is around um I I don't don't know have a look for their poo why because their poo is very distinctive you'll see bones and fur in the poo and maybe even possum teeth and sometimes wallaby claws Ew. So I guess you could say devils have a very important role as they're basically the recyclers of the forest.
0: Fact three.
1: Are Tassie devils aggressive? As I said before, while Tasmanian devils do sound pretty scary and they might look pretty scary in the dark, they are definitely not scary. They will actually do everything they can to avoid fighting. Like what? They make lots of noises, they snort and bark and they can make harsh screeching or screaming sounds. This is to scare off other animals who might want to fight. They also do another strange thing to avoid fighting. Why? Well, when they're directly confronted, they yawn. Yawn? Does fighting bore them? No, not quite. Their jaws open up to 80 degrees, which is very wide showing all 42 of their teeth, which could seem pretty threatening, hey? Oh! But scientists actually think their yawn isn't meant to be aggressive or scary. They reckon it indicates that the devil itself is uncertain or afraid.
0: What about people? Do Tasmanian devils ever get
1: aggressive with humans? No. Despite the fact we are bigger, and often much more aggressive than devils, they are not known to attack people. They would obviously defend themselves if they were cornered and threatened like any animal, but they are much more likely to run away. So they never Never fight? No, they do fight sometimes, but just before they fight, they do another really strange thing. They sneeze. (laughs) Sneeze? Yeah, but don't worry they haven't suddenly come down with a cold. This is yet another tactic to stop or delay the fight. So after they've yawned, sneezed and gone nose to nose with their ears flushed bright red, generally one or both devils will back down.
0: Phew! Fact four!
1: If Tassie devils don't like to fight, how do they stay safe? Tassie devils have a lot of superpowers to stay safe. Have either of you seen a devil yourself? Yes! Well, if you see a devil in a zoo or in a sanctuary, you may see them in the daytime because they might be bored or they're being fed during the day. But in the wild, Tasmanian devils are actually nocturnal, which means they sleep during the day and come out in the twilight or at night. This keeps them safe from daytime predators. Another one of their skills is climbing trees. That said, they do generally hang out on the ground. But young Tasmanian devils are pretty good at climbing and can climb tree trunks straight up. But the older they get, the worse they get at climbing. Tasmanian devils also have some other secret superpowers. They can run up to 25 kilometres an hour, which is incredibly fast for a creature that size and they can also swim. They don't often swim far, but they do love water and lie down in it or splash about to keep cool in summer. And their tails have a very useful function. If you see a devil with a fat tail, that means it's healthy because it's storing fat in there, which keeps them safe when food is scarce. And here's one final fact for you. When devils are stressed, they release a really stinky smell. How stinky? Really stinky. Like the worst stink ever. But in general, they're pretty stinky because they eat a lot of meat. But unfortunately, it doesn't help to deter the devil's main threat besides devil facial tumour disease. What's that? Cars. Cars. Oh! So it's important to always drive safely and with awareness for the wildlife around you when you're in Tasmania or anywhere, for that matter. Fact 5! Are Tasmanian devils endangered? I've mentioned cars, I've mentioned colonists and I've mentioned devil facial tumour disease. But devils also have other breeding challenges. Their lifespan is only 5 to 6 years which means the females only have one or two chances at giving birth and may only raise four to eight joeys in their entire life. So devils have some big challenges in their survival journey, but I work with a great team and we're doing everything we can to support and ensure their survival. I work at a special sanctuary where we breed healthy Tasmanian devils as part of the Save the Tasmanian Devil program. How does it work? Well, If we lost all the wild devils to disease, because of the captive breeding program, we would still have enough devils in captivity to ensure they would not go completely extinct. Phew! There are nearly 1,000 healthy devils in this program across Australia, in many different wildlife parks, sanctuaries, zoos, and other organizations that are involved in this combined conservation effort. All the devils in the program are kept in biosecure facilities, which means they're not ever exposed to diseased animals and cannot contract devil facial tumour disease or DFTD. How do devils catch it in the wild? DFTD can only be passed between devils with direct contact. So like from two males fighting and biting each other, or from a mum to her joey, or from a diseased devil breeding with a healthy devil. There are only about 10,000 devils left in the wild. And unfortunately, it's estimated that between 60 and 80% of the wild population is either diseased or exposed to DFTD. Oh no! But don't worry, as a result of the breeding program, there are now some wild areas in Tasmania that have been populated with healthy devils to create and sustain a healthy wild population. Like where? One of the places is Mariah Island on the east coast. The island didn't have any devils on it, so the program released a lot of healthy ones, and now there is a thriving population of wild devils on the island that takes care of itself. Devils are still considered endangered, however their numbers are no longer in rapid decline, and they're not considered at direct risk of extinction at the moment, which is great news. However, Sanctuaries like ours will still continue to be part of the Save the Tasmanian Devil program to ensure that we continue to have a brighter future for these amazing carnivores. Try Try this at at home. home. Ask your grown-up to help you look up a Tasmanian Devil online, or head to your local wildlife sanctuary or zoo to see what they look like in real life. Try drawing your own cute Tassie Devil. Don't forget the white stripe across their chest and their bright red ears. You can also support Tasmanian devils from anywhere in the world by finding out more about these incredible creatures. Talk to your grown-up about adopting a Tassie devil. For more information, head to www.devilsatcradle.com. And just remember that even though something might sound like a devil or look like a devil, they might be very cute and need our help. Thanks, Samuel! It's been fun, Fact Detectives. This has
0: been another super fun episode of The Fact Detectives with me, Dexter. And me, Annika. Big thanks to Danielle Kennedy, who takes care of Tasmanian Devils at the Devils at Cradle Sanctuary in Tasmania. And big thanks to Elliot, Leo, Jackson and Maddie, who asked us to investigate Tasmanian Devils. If you love finding out the facts as much as we do, then check out all the other episodes in this series. And if you have a big topic you'd like us to investigate, email us at factdetectives at kindling.com.au.